Welcome to Drug Cards Daily, the show that delivers drug card information to you in a bite-sized format for all you busy students and healthcare professionals. Make sure to check us out at DrugCardsDaily.com and please subscribe to the podcast and remember to download each episode. Before we begin, just a quick word from today's sponsor. For this episode, we're going to cover metformin, brand names, glucophage, glucophage XR, Glumetza, Riomet, and Riomet ER. The therapeutic category is that it's an anti-diabetic agent, more specifically, a biguanide. The main indication for metformin is in the treatment for type 2 diabetes mellitus. If tolerated and not contraindicated, it is the preferred pharmacologic agent when hyperglycemia cannot be managed through diet and exercise. Off-label indications are that metformin is used in antipsychotic-induced weight gain. It's used in the prevention of type 2 diabetes. It's also used in polycystic ovary syndrome. It's also used in gestational diabetes, which is going to be the only off-label use that I'm going to discuss. Metformin comes in several different dosage forms. It comes as an immediate release tablet, an extended release tablet, and it also comes in a solution or a suspension that's an extended release formulation. So the immediate release tablets comes in strengths of 500 milligrams, 750 milligrams, 850 milligrams, and 1000 milligrams. The extended release tablets comes in 500 milligram tablets and 750 milligram. The solution suspension that comes in a concentration of 500 milligrams per 5 milliliters Uh, But that's rarely ever used because insurances typically do not cover this. So I won't be discussing the solution and suspension. There are some dosing contraindications for metformin. So in patients with severe renal dysfunction, um, which can be classified as uh, EGFR, less than 30 milliliters per minute per 1.73 meters square, And it's also contraindicated in patients with metabolic acidosis with or without coma. Dosing for type 2 diabetes in adults and geriatric, but more focused on in adults. So when not reaching glycemic targets through diet and exercise, you can use the immediate release tablets The initial dose is that you start with 500 milligrams one to two times daily, or you can go straight to 850 milligrams once daily. You gradually increase to minimize GI issues, and you want to titrate by 500 to 850 milligram increments every seven days. The maintenance dose is considered 850 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams twice daily. The max dosing is 2.55 grams per day. If greater than 3 grams per day is needed, you should consider dividing the dose into 3 times a day dosing. Extended release tablets. So it's important to note that there's definitely less GI issues from the extended release formulations. 
Um, at least me personally, I almost wonder why we don't have our patients on the extended release more often. Um, I would imagine insurance issues play a role. But when I'm in uh, retail, I do notice that it seems like most insurances do cover both. Um, but that's besides the fact. Okay, so the extended release tablets, you initiate with a starting dose of 500 to 1,000 milligrams once daily with a gradual dose adjustment. And the goal is to get to 2,000 milligrams once daily. The max dose for the extended release tablets is 2 grams per day. You could divide the dose to twice daily for additional control if not achieved at the once daily dosing regimen. Now going over the dosing for type 2 diabetes in the pediatric population, which is classified as ages greater than or equal to 10 years as well as adolescence. So for the immediate release tablets, you start with 500 milligrams to 1000 milligrams one to two times daily. Gradually, every one to two weeks, to minimize GI issues, you titrate in 500 to 1,000 milligram increments. The maintenance dose is somewhere between 850 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams twice daily, with a max dose of 2 grams per day. So the only off-label dosing that I want to quickly touch upon is its use in gestational diabetes. So for gestational diabetes, immediate release tablets, you start with 500 milligrams one to two times daily with a gradual titrated dose every one to two weeks. The max dose is between two and two and a half grams per day divided into two to three doses per day. It's important to note that insulin is the preferred agent because it does not cross the placenta Oral metformin lacks long-term safety data. Mechanism of action and pharmacology. Metformin works through the hepatic glucose production and intestinal glucose absorption being decreased. Also, peripheral glucose uptake and utilization is increased, which increases insulin sensitivity. In terms of metabolism, metformin is not metabolized by the liver. 90% of it is excreted in the urine. So renal considerations should be considered when dosing. The onset of action, uh, the max effects, typically within two weeks. The time to peak effect for immediate release tablets is between two to three hours. For extended release, it's between four and eight hours. The half-life is between 4 and 9 hours in the plasma and 17.6 hours in the blood. Metformin is not protein-bound. Side effects. The more commonly seen side effects that occur in greater than 10% of the population on the medication is diarrhea, flatulence, nausea, vomiting, as well as infection. Some other side effects that the population does experience is chest discomfort, flushing, diaphoresis, chills, upper respiratory infections, rhinitis, as well as flu-like symptoms. Metformin does have a black box warning. So the main concern is lactic acidosis. So when this occurs, it can result in death, 
hypothermia, hypotension, bradyarrhythmias. So the onset of lactic acidosis is subtle with symptoms such as malaise, myalgias, respiratory distress, abdominal pain. So what you're looking for is elevated blood lactase levels greater than 5 millimoles per liter. You're also looking for an anion gap acidosis. You're also checking for metformin plasma levels that are greater than 5 micrograms per milliliter. So some of the main risk factors are in patients with renal impairment. If the patient had some type of recent iodinated contrast dye agent use, as well as use of drugs like carbonic anhydrase inhibitors, such as topiramate. I'm also in the patient populations that are greater than or equal to 65 years of age, and in patients that are in hypoxic states, such as in acute CHF, as well as in patients with excessive alcohol intake or hepatic impairment. Drug Interactions so medications that can increase the toxic effects of metformin, at least the ones to look out for, are alcohol, carbonic anhydrase inhibitors, iodinated contrast dyes, NSAIDs, as well as various antivirals. Some other things that can increase serum concentrations of metformin, at least to be aware of, are going to be cephalexin, cimetidine, as well as some other antivirals, glycopyrrolate, and the mochagene. Some other medications of note are going to be the, the quinolones class, salicylates, as well as SSRIs. Monitoring parameters. So you want to monitor the urine for glucose and ketones. You monitor blood glucose levels, the fasting levels. HbA1c. You want to be monitoring that at least twice a year, as well as renal function tests should be taken. Patient counseling information. So it's important to let patients know that this medication is necessary to lower their blood sugar. It's taken with meals to decrease GI upset, such as gas, diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting. It's also important to teach patients to be aware of what symptoms they may experience when low blood sugar signs occur. So the signs are dizziness, headache, fatigue, weakness, as well as sweating. There are some important counseling points regarding pregnancy that should be touched upon. So metformin does cross the placenta. Um, as of yet, no adverse fetal or neonatal outcomes have been observed, but regardless, glycemic control should be achieved prior to pregnancies. Thanks for listening to Drug Cards Daily, and remember to check out the show notes for additional links or go to DrugCardsDaily.com to download a free PDF of the drug card sheet used for this episode. Thanks and take care.